You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. I'm back. Quite almost literally back from the dead. I've got a lot to talk about, man. It's been a busy few weeks since I've been gone. Uh, I think it's been two and a half weeks since I've done one of these things. Mainly because I was in New York City for one of those weeks. And like I explained on the Brandon, uh, I'm sorry, the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling podcast that I also do. I just didn't feel like bringing all that shit with me on the plane, man. It's... I mean, you got the interface, you got to have a laptop, you got all the cords and wires, you got this big, bulky microphone, and, you know, on top of all my camera equipment and everything, man, it gets costly after a while. So I I don't have paying sponsors for this show yet. I should. If you're a business, you should sponsor me because people are listening. They be listening a lot. A lot of you people out there in droves and in schools of fish out there just listening to us and herds of cattle. Um, Now, just... You know, 10 people a week listen, but that's fine. I'm kidding. It's 10 million. It's tens of thousands. But anyway, I was in New York City. I didn't want to bring uh, all the crap with me. So I spent a week out there uh, filming a new show called New York Ham, which uh, if you haven't checked out the Ham radio show, it's a, another podcast radio show type of thing. Just look up Ham Radio and uh, it'll come right up on whatever your Google machine is. Hang on. I just ate a big chunk of watermelon. Oh. And apparently watermelon makes you burp. Ooh, that had a good aftertaste to it. Wow, that is a delicious burp. My goodness. I wonder if my farts will smell that good, too. Oh, my God, it tasted wonderful. It's like a watermelon burp. It was like I've never vaped because I don't have to. Um, (laughs) That's a whole other subject right there. If you're vaping to get over cigarettes, awesome. Keep it up. And then eventually get off of vaping. But if you're just vaping because you think it's cool and you look cool, <laughs> no, you look like you're sucking on a robot prick. But I imagine that burp right now is for like a big vape full of watermelon flavored, whatever vape, what are they called? Jewels? I, I don't know. I don't care about that stuff. I don't need to suck on anything. I don't have an oral fetish except for watermelon. Mm. <laughs> I'm choking on it. Holy shit. Anyways. New York City was half the reason I was gone, and then the other half... Um, hang on, i got to drink some water here. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You're like, Brandon, we didn't tune in to listen to you eat watermelon and drink water, you filthy prick. Just talk to us. Tell us some stuff. All right, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Uh, the other reason I took another week off was some health issues, man. I mean, I'm getting... I'm 45. I'll be 46 this month. Craziness. I never thought I'd make it this long. I'm still ridiculously good looking, uh, relatively good shape, but you know, things start wearing down. If you drive a car for 45 years, some parts are going to start wearing out. So I had to, you know, get on some stuff. Um, I've never taken medication in my entire life. Not once, uh, barely took any kind of aspirin or ibuprofen or anything like that. I just don't like that crap in my body, which is probably why I'll live to be either 190 or, you know, the next couple of years, I'll just drop dead. Either way, I, I just don't like that stuff. I don't get vaccinated. I don't get flu shots. I don't get any of that stuff. And guess what? I'm never sick, ever, ever sick. 
But I had, uh, and, and here's it. I'm, this podcast is all about being upfront and honest, and I'll just spend the intro here uh, talking about uh, me. You know, they found like a little blockage in the ticker, and uh, they did all the strap me up to EKGs, did sleep study where they said I lightly snored. By the way, sleep studies are good for some people that need them, but ultimately I think they are just a tool to sell CPAP machines. They're telling me they want to give me a CPAP machine because I have mild sleep apnea. Nothing on the results said anything but mild snoring. Everybody mildly snores. Said my oxygen went down like 10% or 10% or something like that, 12%. That's everybody when they're sleeping. Not to mention, of course it's going to, because I only slept three hours in that entire study to begin with, mainly because I had wires hooked up to my brain and everything else. They had a cord that went down my shorts that wrapped around my cock and balls like every 15 minutes. Every time I moved, it was almost like a lasso, like, get those cock and balls with that wire. It was really annoying. And then they had the thing that I hated the most, or the two things that I hated the most about it, where they had this thing up my nose all night. You're you're supposed to sleep with a thing up your nose? That's not going to happen, man. That's not going to happen, especially me. I'm a picky sleeper. I got to be in a certain position. And they're like, don't be in that position. I'm like, why? I, that's what I do, man. That's how I sleep. And you want me to sleep. <sighs> anyway. And then the other thing was that little finger monitor, the heart monitor that they put on your finger. They duct taped, literally duct taped it or surgical tape, whatever. It felt like duct tape on my finger. And it just, my finger was like numb by morning time. So I didn't sleep at all. I felt like shit the whole night. And of course, they're trying to sell me a CPAP machine for having light snoring. Now I've slept with thousands of women. Let me tell you. <laughs> Woo! I mean, talking like at least in the, you know, five digits here. I'm kidding. But, and you know, once in a while I snore and when mostly I don't. So, I mean, I think if anybody went in there and took a sleep study, they'd all say, hey, now we want to get you a CPAP machine. What do you think about that? And of course, they want to make you scared. Anyway. So uh, my blood pressure, <laughs> and, and it, this has a positive ending. Um, I don't want to scare anybody that actually gives a shit about their friend Brandon, but my blood pressure was 168 over 120, 120, I think it was, 122 or something like that, two weeks ago. And I was on blood pressure medication when it was that high. That's like stroke. That is heart failure. That is all kinds of bad things coming my way. So they doubled that medication. They added another one to it. Went back a week later. It was, I think, 140-something, 140 145, mid-140s, over like 110. Okay, awesome. Uh, but still too high. Now, keep in mind, I, before this whole thing started, before they put me on this medication, which I hate the fact I'm taking medication, but it's working. Um, Before that, I hadn't been to a doctor in at least nine years for any kind of checkup, any kind of anything. Uh, And uh, another thing I want to talk about, WWE called. They wanted me to come out and be an extra for Monday Night Raw, which will actually be a week from tonight uh, in Denver. And I, uh, of course, I said yes, because it's fun as hell. And I'll, I talk more about that on the uh, Brandon Bishop. I'm sorry. This is the Brandon Bishop podcast, the uh, Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast. So anyway, go check that out when you're done listening to me here. Just hours of Brandon in your life. You're going to love it. Oh. Anyway, 
Uh, they call, and of course, I have to get a physical and get blood work. So I went to this doctor, and uh, they've been really cool. They're called the SET Clinic, S-E-T Clinic here. If you're in Colorado Springs, check them out if you need a new place. Uh, absolutely, uh, I'm very grateful to them and uh, very good people. So uh, there's my recommendation. I might even just, there's your product placement for the day. I have another one, but there's one of them. So I started taking that medication, and then um, they added a third medication to kind of shock the system and really lower the blood pressure. So today I just went, literally just walked in the door and uh, from, the, from the hospital appointment or the doctor appointment, and uh, my blood pressure is 116 over 85, like almost a little too low. Not, it's normal. It's in the normal range, but it's in the low end of the normal range. So I... Uh, Nip that in the butt, passed my physical 100%. No AIDS, no herps, no, uh, no HEPs, none of the bad stuff, none of the, uh, what is it, that other one at HPV, none of that. Got everything tested out. My wiener's working fantastic. My blood pressure's under control. Um, I don't have any STDs that, I, that came up on the blood at least, and I asked to check all of them. Uh, all my stuff is working. I'm lightheaded as fuck. Because my blood pressure just dropped 50-some-odd points in two weeks. And they said that's pretty normal, and you just have to get used to it, and just like altitude and all that stuff. But, yeah, that can stop now. Uh, (laughs) I have a lot to do, man. I was in band practice the other day and almost passed out. Like, literally, I had to lay on the floor. I could not even hit any high notes or even sing. And I've never had that problem because I have a magical voice. And uh, as you all know, go to when I go to iTunes or Spotify or CD Baby and look up One Eyed Buffalo. Buy my album, Last Room on the Light, Last Room on the Right. It's me and my old buddy Dave, who's no longer with us. All the proceeds go to his family. So go buy my damn album. Enjoy my melodic voice. And there's still more to come. Dave left me with a lot of music. But anyways, back to the health thing, man. It's, uh, it's scary as fuck, man. Like when you're sitting there looking at your blood pressure, 168, almost 170 over almost 125, you go, fuck, this is what's going to kill me. And it's not going to be too far from now. So I look at my son and I look at everything I have and every, this wonderful life that I have, all the creativity outlets, everything. My mom is losing weight like crazy right now. So I'm super proud of her. You know, I got a lot to live for. And I'm busy as shit. Like this weekend, we're filming a brand new show uh, with Eva Lise, who's a popular pro wrestler on the indie circuit, soon to be in one of the big leagues. Uh, guarantee it. She's that damn good. She's beautiful. She's awesome. I can't wait to uh, get on the road and start filming with her. We're going to start up in Denver. It's a show about a wrestler on the road, man. It's cool shit. It's nothing like this show. And uh, that starts this weekend. I've got my uh, Eat the Springs. If you're in Colorado, come down to the social Go on Facebook, look up Eat the Springs. There's going to be a bunch of restaurants there. Mark Henry, uh, popular chefs in town, a bunch of different local shopping and things like that. Definitely worth it. And we're all, you know, we're doing it for charity. So I don't put my name on these charities. I don't put the family's names on these charities. We raise a bunch of money. A caseworker tells us what we're doing. And I write a check or a check, PayPal, whatever it is, whatever, however they want it. And I get them some funds and I don't want to thank you. I don't want anything. This is something that everybody who has the means to do it should be doing anyway. So uh, if you're just doing charities and you run a charitable event just to put your face and name on it, no, that's not charity. That's called advertising. Anyway, back to it. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm still lightheaded as hell. I, uh, I need to eat more. I think I ate an avocado today and it's pushing. It's past one o'clock I'm supposed to eat. 
But I got to lose. I also lost since I started doing this podcast. I was 275 pounds when I started. I am 240 on the dot this morning. So I'm really proud of myself, and I hope you're proud of me too. And I'm proud of my mom, and uh, I'm proud of you for whatever you're succeeding at. Um, I'm hoping this puts a lot of years left on my life. And I uh, really, really like watermelon. (laughs) Can I take a watermelon? Is that acceptable? Do I have to pause this right now to take a bite of this watermelon that's looking at me? Hang on. It's really healthy. It's good for your blood pressure, too. Mmm. That's really good watermelon. Real quick. You notice I don't smack my lips when I eat? Even when I'm talking? That's what hosting Go There, Eat That can do for you (laughs) if you were to host a food travel show. You learn how to eat without being disgusting. First of all, I can't stand people that smack their lips and slurp and all that stuff. Stop that. You're a grown-up. Quit it. (sighs) Anyway, I don't want my blood pressure to get back up, so I'm going to remain calm for this, for most of this, actually, most of this podcast. But yeah, I chew with my mouth shut. And you can watch Go There, Eat That, several seasons of that show on Aside TV. Yes, I'm my own damn sponsor. Go to AsaiTV.com right now and get hundreds of hours of all original commercial-free television, stuff you've never seen before. You've got Netflix, you've got Hulu, you've got Amazon Prime, you've got HBO Go. You might even have the WWE Network. Now, give us a shot. TV. it's only $2.99 a month. You can get a year subscription with a 10% discount. All kinds of stuff, truly something for everybody, and we keep adding shows all the time. We just added New York Ham, with my buddy Eddie out in New York City. It's an adult, like all grown up type travel show about New York City. Uh, the first episode, we're at Katz's Deli, iconic Katz's Deli. We're in the back alleys at a place called New York Penis Cakes. We're eating knishes. We're having a good time. Eddie is one of the most fantastic hosts I've ever worked with. Hilarious. And uh, there's so much more to come. We got three episodes in the can. One's out right now on AsaiTV.com. So go check it out. It's only $2.99 a month. How much are you paying for these other guys? Yeah, I understand. They got a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff, original stuff that you just can't live without. But guess what? There's more. There's more out there. And you can start checking out what else is out there on AsaiTV. A-S-Y-T-V.com. Coming soon. Back To Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, we're taking over the world, baby. That's right, one viewer at a time. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. All right. Headlines. Where am I at this time? I'm on NPR.org looking at their headlines, which are pretty much the same headlines anywhere, but a couple of sad things, man. Ginger Baker died. I know he had a long, awesome rock star life, but... Ginger Baker is one of those guys I used to watch uh, when I started playing drums way, way, way back in my teenage, early teenage years and uh, absolutely adored his drum style with Cream and, and all kinds of bands. He's been in every all-star band you could possibly think of. But, um, yeah, he passed away, and that sucks. But I think he, he was playing out up until, I guess, I don't even know how he died. But Rip Taylor, another hilarious uh, individual comic. Um, did a lot of game shows like in the 70s and stuff. Always been kind of a constant presence uh, in my entertainment life. Recently, you may, he always ended off those jackass movies with his little maniacalness. And 
super funny guy. He had 84 wonderful years. So, you know, I don't feel bad for people in their 80s when they die. That's like a great life, man. That's 80 years to play. You did it. You're a celebrity. You made money. You made friends, whatever. You know, if, if he was 45 or something like that or my age, I'd be like, oh, that, that's shitty. Okay. Um, college students, how to make office hours less scary. That sounds boring. More than 100 killed and thousands injured in anti-government protests in Iraq. You know what? That's <laughs> that's one of those countries, man. It's just going to be literally a shit sandwich for the next 50 to 100 years. And maybe even worse after that. I don't know. I don't know what they can do. There's so many different factions and religions and uh, different like in- intricate governments and different things like that. Not to mention the American influence now and... It was honestly better under Saddam Hussein. <laughs> I mean, he was a dictator. He was a, a cruel person. But, you know, that's him being a dictator and a cruel person in, in their area. If they wanted to uprise against that, they would have. They didn't. We had to go bomb the shit out of them and remove their government so we can install a federal banking system and all that stuff. <sighs> Anyways, I feel bad for the, the kids over there that deserve a better life. Fuck all the old people. Fuck their government. But the kids... And the teenagers and anybody under like 30, that's, which is a kid to me, uh, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for any kid in any of those countries that don't get to have what we have. I mean, not that we're so freaking wonderful because, no, our government's just as shitty. But I just feel bad for them, man. I want them to have things like Taco Bell. and <laughs> I mean, come on, Taco Bell. If you put a Taco Bell on like, you know, a Taco Bell every mile in Iraq, Let's say in 25 years when this whole regime has died off, these old fuckers out there that are ruining the country, um, I think there would be no more any, anything bad. I think everything would be great over there. Except for their health. <laughs> that would go down to shitter. But anyways, uh, Iraqi people are amazing people. The Iranian people are amazing people. The Saudi people are amazing people. Do not judge them by the actions of their government because that makes you stupid. Imagine if they judged us by the actions of our government. No, that would make them stupid. And you're stupid for judging them for the stupid shit that their stupid governments do and their oldest generations. It's the same thing here, man. Are LGBTQ employees safe from discrimination? A new Supreme Court case will decide. What the hell can it do? Why? That makes no sense. How's the Supreme How's the Supreme Court going to judge whether people are safe from discrimination? Discrimination is a case by case thing, man. It's not. There's always going to be bigoted bosses. There's always going to be assholes that run businesses that discriminate against people that aren't like them. No matter what you're different, I have tattoos. I once worked at a place called True Green that wouldn't let me have a beard. This little chin strap thing that I always have on my face. I've had it for about 30 years. Not 30 years, but I've had it for a while. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't let me have that. I had to be clean shaven. That's discrimination. I had tattoos. I remember a steel place back in Wichita Falls, Texas wouldn't hire me because I had tattoos. Actually, no, that was here. That was here in Colorado Springs. I did work for a steel place in Wichita Falls, but no, that was here. That was like not, that was like six, seven, eight years ago. Like, wow. See, I mean, that's discrimination. So what is the Supreme Court going to fix? How are you going to fix that? 
They already say you can't discriminate. So what the hell does LGBTQ mean? What's the Q? Is that like questionable? What does the Q mean? Quails? Quality people? I can't think of any other words that start with the Q. Anyway, that's ridiculous. Abortions, guns, and gay rights on the docket for another Supreme Court. New term. Separation of church and state, immigration, and questions about impeachment could be on the table this term. What do you mean on the table? Separation of church and state is a thing. It's not on the fucking table. It's not for these old ass people to sit there and decide whether separation of church and state is. If anything, there should be more separation of church and state. It shouldn't even be in the same fucking area code. Church and state. Church shouldn't even be in the conversation in politics. God, that shit pisses me off. Immigration, there's no right answers there, so they're just going to blah, blah, blah. Impeachment, well, that's going to happen, but it's not going to do anything to Trump. He's only got, what, a year left in, in office? The impeachment process takes like six, seven months, and then that still doesn't mean you remove the president. Bill Clinton was impeached. He didn't get removed. Nixon didn't have to get removed. He quit. So, yeah, they're going to impeach Trump, which will limit his powers in some aspects, I do believe. But he's not going to go anywhere. Even if, he's, even if he loses the next election, I got a feeling he's going to be like, nah, that was rigged. No, nah, I'm not going anywhere. No, nah, it was bullshit. And I'm going to stay here. And you, you idiots elected an idiot. Don't you realize that? Oh, anyway, fuck the Supreme Court. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people, mostly God-fearing Republicans, unfortunately, sitting on a, in a panel just passing judgments on people. You know how you make a, you know what the Supreme Court should be? An unpenetrable website where people go and vote on everything. Whoever wins, wins. What else we got here? Um, something about a Nobel Prize. Oh, a second whistleblower. And then Trump, 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 Trump. Literally, I'm not making this up. Trump, uh, wife of U.S. diplomat, flees the United Kingdom after fatal car crash, avoiding police investigation. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said he hopes the woman will return to face justice. Well, I mean, if it's proven that she killed somebody... Uh, this is not like the United States and Cuba by any means. I mean, they'll extradite her back to face, you know, her, her, her claims there. That's Trump, Trump, Trump. What is it? Trump. I'm done. That's the headlines. (laughs) I don't want to talk anymore about Trump. It's just, I could literally spend an hour a day talking about this fucking twit that you twits put into office. And, um, Nothing would change, and I'd still not have enough time to talk about everything that he's either fucked up or criminally accomplished. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing, okay? I am a red-blooded American, and I am fucking embarrassed about Donald Trump. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff. Okay, this week's uh, product placement, 
I like this music a lot. <laughs> that just puts me in a good mood. It kind of calms me down. You know, the blood pressure is under control now, so I can go off. Do I sound calmer than I have in, in, in previous episodes? I think I do, actually. I feel calmer. Still a little lightheaded because I'm getting used to the blood pressure drop and all this stuff, but I feel pretty good. I, don't, I haven't screamed and yelled too much. Anyway, um, this week's product placement, again, these uh, companies are not paying me. They're not sending me free stuff. They're not even asking me to do this stuff. This is just stuff that I happen to uh, enjoy doing, partaking in, and I want to share it with uh, you, the listener. So um, I recently did a, a video, a little, uh, I don't use the word video, I say film. A big difference. Anybody can do a video on their phone. Nobody can really do films unless you're as talented as I am. Anyway, I did one, a little documentary piece for uh, the Hemp Smart Company with my friend Debbie Morrow, M-A-U-R-O. Uh, write that name down if you're in Colorado. And uh, actually, she's got stuff going on all over the country. So uh, Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E-M-A-U-R-O. And I'm not a, I'm not a weed guy, man. I don't smoke weed. I don't, I'm not a CBD like guy that just has to have it smeared all over my balls every day. I'm not that guy. I'm not. But I did an event with them, and um, I, I, I didn't win it. Somebody else won it, but they left, and I had their ticket. And then they said, keep it. So I won, like, some free shit <laughs> at this thing. And uh, it was, like, this, these capsules. One's called Brain. One's called Pain, which I think they're going to change the name to something like Wellness or something. I don't know, whatever it is. And uh, the, there's a cream that smells like root beer. For, it's a pain cream. And I've tried multiple brands, and most of it's just snake oil bullshit. And it could have something to do with that. You know, my blood pressure medication has helped me a lot, uh, lower my blood pressure, and just make me feel better and sleep better. But I would, I'd take the brain, I'd take two of these little capsules in the morning, boom. I just got extra energy. And I know I stopped drinking the bulletproof coffee. Um, I just, I can't do it right now with my blood pressure and stuff like that. So I kind of put that on. If you, if you want a, a quick pick me up, man, and go make some bulletproof coffee, do the butter thing, do the brain octane oil, do all that stuff, put it in the cup, drink it. You'll feel amazing. But I was doing that shit like every single day and I'm, I just can't do it right now. I'm not healthy uh, to the point where I want to be. So anyways, I've tried all the other stuff and this is the only one that pain cream medication is absolutely fantastic. I have, you know, I've been a wrestler for 16 years, so I got neck pain, I got lower back pain, and I, uh, it takes it away, man. I'm not saying it cures it, but it definitely hides the pain. So I'm very excited uh, to have a tube of that stuff here. And I, like I said, in the morning, I take the brain capsules, which they smell like weed. I mean, don't get me wrong, <laughs> these things, they, there's no THC or any of that stuff in it. It's, you're not going to get high, but you, uh, you feel pretty good, man. It wakes you up and it... Uh, stimulates brain growth or something like that. I mean, I'm just going by what they say. It could all be bullshit. I don't know. But all I know is from my personal uh, interactions with it, and I take some of the pain stuff at night, and i just been feeling really good. So my blood pressure dropped, and my appetite's not as bad as it. it's. I'm, I've lost 40 pounds, 35, but it'll be 40 soon. I got another 25 to go. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know if it's doing it or if it's the blood pressure medication or if it's just my new exercise or my new diet. It could be everything all at once. 
But look up Hemp Smart and look up Debbie Morrow, M-A-U-R-O. And if you want to give it a shot, man, I don't know what your ailments are, but uh, I want you to feel better. And this is my little uh, recommendation for you to uh, check it out. It might work. Oh, God. Welcome to the Dungeon of Douches. These people are assholes. Oh, that's Chantel's voice. Oh, Chantel. Quite possibly one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life. Not just looks. Infectious. Infectious personality. A smile that lights up a room. Oh, if I was only like, I don't know, 10 years younger maybe. Huge bank account. Enormous penis. Rippling abs. Yeah. I would have had a shot. But she just moved in with some guy who's really, who has all that. <laughs> I haven't seen his penis, but I imagine it's fantastic. Um, anyway, jealous. So jealous. I'm kidding. She's like a sister to me. I love her to death. Uh, her show is on Asai TV. Go to ASYTV.com. It's called A Call to Adventure. We're supposed to be filming some new ones here pretty soon, so let's hope we do. Look forward to that. And uh, what are we doing? Oh, The Dungeon of Douche. Oh, yeah, it's time. It's time to strap people up by their ankles upside down in a rat-infested, dirty, filthy, mucky, mildew, disgusting dungeon of douche because they deserve it. Now, who do I have this week? I'm sorry. I got all flustered when I heard uh, Chantel's voice. Yeah. Oh, don't be all jealous over there if you're listening. Jeez, I can't tell jokes. If you saw her, you'd fall in love with her, too. She's fantastic. <laughs> what am I? Okay, I'm all off track here. What was my? Oh, 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 I know what it was. On the, I, I literally just got here from the hospital, like I said, so I drove maybe 10 minutes. Two times in that 10 minutes from here to my doctor's office. Two times. These little, here's who I'm, I'm, I'm taking, this is a lot of people, okay? And I'm taking you all by the ankles, and I'm going to, those rusty, like, painful ankle grips, that I'm, I'm going to lock them on there tight, man. I want your feet to turn purple. I want all the blood to rush to your head. I want you to suffer, all of you. You crotch rocket, motorcycle assholes that think you're so fucking cool and important that you can just drive however the fuck you want to. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You're worthless. Hopefully, you only kill yourself and nobody else. Tired of you people. Seriously, all of you combined, I want to strap you up and line the walls with you and your stupid, ugly piece of garbage motorcycles. Little crotch rocket pieces of shit. I hate you so much. I Seriously. I know you maybe think I'm just going overboard with this, but no, I hate them. It was really bad in Los Angeles when they ride on the freeways, right? But you're not allowed to do that, dumbass. I know you think you are. You think you're cool enough. You think nothing's going to happen. If somebody goes over an inch, you die, and their car is fucked up. Today, this guy in his little red crotch rocket, literally, it's 35 on this street, on Circle, Circle Road, that takes you right to my apartment, 35 miles an hour. This guy had to have been doing at least 75. At least 75, in and out of traffic. Zoom, 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 zoom. And 
not only is it loud and annoying, yeah, all motorcycles are loud and annoying. I don't care if you're a Harley guy. I don't care if you're in a biker gang. I don't give a shit who you are or what you're doing with that stuff. But if you're in a residential area, that shit's loud. There's an asshole in the apartments right over there. Not just the assholes that boom their shitty rap music, but the asshole that has the motorcycle. Sometimes he just sits in his parking lot and revs it up for like a half an hour. You're not cool, dude. Nobody's looking at you and saying, oh my God, that guy's awesome. Can you play that rap music louder? Can you rev that motorcycle up louder? Nobody thinks you're cool. They all hate you, including me. They think you're the biggest loser that they've ever met because you have to do that to get attention. Loser, loser, loser. And back to the people that were strapping up today to the walls. You crotch rocket loser ass pieces of shit that ride these crotch rockets and freaking zooming in and out of traffic and stuff, doing whatever the fuck you want. You know, there's like a 50% chance. I think the statistic was, I did a little research, is like 50% chance of you crashing. And in that, you have a 30% chance of dying. Which I'm totally cool with, to be honest with you. I hate to see anyone die if they don't have to. But, you know, if, if it saves other people's life <laughs> or even their cars or whatever it is, maybe you hit a kid on the side of the street, guess what, man? I'm perfectly fine with you dying. But if you don't die and you keep driving like that, I got a fate that's much, much worse for you. Yes, I'm going to pull you down the dark corridors, only candlelit, flickering light, the smell of must and mildew. The sound of rats scratching in the walls as I'm pulling you down this long corridor through a big iron door. When you slam the iron door, it echoes throughout the chamber and the rust falls to the ground like rain. And then you feel yourself being pulled up a wall with each one of my hands around your ankles. This is all improv too, by the way. (laughs) You hear the changling of the chains. You hear me unlock the shackles. You feel the cold steel around your your ankles. And then they slam shut. You feel the click of the lock and the tightening of the grip. You reach down, but you can't reach down because you're upside down. Your hands feel the cold floor, the damp cold floor. And at at that moment, you realize that you're in the dungeon of douche. And that is where I hope you rot. Love ya. Welcome to the Hall of Respect. These people are awesome. I love them. Yep, that was, yeah, that was her again. Chantel. <laughs> oh, trust me. No, I've, I'll never get, it. no, it's not even a thing. Like I said, she's really like a sister to me, like a really hot sister. Oh, where am I going with this? I'm single. I'm allowed to, to to do this kind of thing. I mean, I've got, you know, my heart's in certain places, but, you know, Chantel's awesome, man. I mean, her, her dude's the luckiest guy in the world. He better know that. He better know that. Dungeon of uh, Douche. Uh, yeah, Crotch Rocket, guys. Screw all you guys. I hate you. Um, but the Hall of Respect is somebody I've admired years and years before it was cool to admire him. Um He's been a senator forever. He ran for president last time and got pretty much shit out on it. Um, Bernie Sanders. 
And, and, and the reason he's in the Hall of Respect has nothing at all to do with his run for president. Personally, at this point, I think the game's over. I think he's too old. Um, he's almost 80. You know what I mean? It's What is he going to do, have eight, eight years in the White House of sound mind? He's in great shape. He's whatever, but he's, it, we need somebody young and fresh. We need like an Andrew Yang or somebody, even an Elizabeth Warren, even a uh, not Joe Biden. God, please, no. Um, somebody else. But it's, it's not about politics. Uh, the reason he's in the Hall of Respect is not only because he's been an, an amazing humanitarian for most of his life and he's fought for a lot of people that need people to fight for him. The guy just had a heart attack. Whether it was mild or severe, I don't know. He had a heart attack a couple days ago, left the hospital, goes right back on the pan- campaign trail. <laughs> the guy's a beast. I think I don't want him to be president because of that kind of stuff, but I think he'd make a great vice president or somebody who has the president's ear, an advisor. Um, he's an amazing man. If we just shut the fuck up, stop being selfish, stop putting profits and profits in front of humanity, then maybe this world would be a much better place. So anyway, I'm going to keep it quick on this. Hall of respect, Bernie Sanders for a million reasons, but mainly for being a beast, being a hoss, have a heart attack. Fuck that. I got shit to do. Give me the meat. Give me the meat. How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat? Oh, yeah, that was Chantel, too. She does great voiceovers. I'm kidding. That was Luke Walker, another host on Asai TV. He has a show called Wrestling with Ghosts. We have another whole network called Asai Paranormal, where you can go to asyparanormal.com and check out all that stuff. Luke's another one I fantasize about. My goodness, he's seven foot tall. Mm. Talk about giving you the meat. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I got all the homoerotic stuff out of my system. That's good. You got to you know, get that out every once in a while. Uh, the meat of this episode. New York City. New York City. Went out there to film a couple different shows, mainly the New York Ham show that I think I already told you about with Eddie Finocchiero, I think. Is that how you say it? Finocchiero? One of those. Um, it's one of those names that I will understand uh, after he says it a bunch of times, and I'll be like, oh, okay, that's how you say it, without having to ask. That's how you do that. Um, had a blast. I uh, wanted to tell you about it. We're going uh, back time and time again to film more shows. <sighs> My friend Heather, it was cool to see her out there. Uh, special thanks to everybody we filmed and worked with, which I'll get to. I mean... It was, uh, I travel a lot to film these shows. We got that Vegas show now. We've we got a show starting up in Detroit, where I'm from. We've got just, you know, all the different travel shows. And uh, this one was a special because I never, I've been to New York City a bunch of times, but I never really went to New York City. I, I got to spend a week there and actually be a part of New York City. It, there's not, there's, I mean, I'm not going to say there's nothing like it, but it just has a feel to it. I could get used to. I didn't think I would like it. I, I thought there was too many people, too busy, uh, too just too New York. I thought it, ah, I could just everywhere. There's people. I can't get anywhere. I can't can't drive my car. I can't drive. You don't have to drive in New York City. They got amazing subway systems, which I mastered after about a day and a half. Uh, the the course there's Ubers and cabs and buses. You can get around the city, it, and it'll take you just as much time if you're driving because of the traffic. 
And most of the cars on the roads are buses and Ubers and cabs. So it was, man, I had a really good time. We stayed at the Franklin um, Guest House. Look it up. It's a great place. Nice gym in there. Uh, close to everything. So if you're looking for a place to stay, not cheap from what I've heard, but yeah, it was uh, definitely a great place to stay. Uh, the first place we shot was at a place called New York Penis Cakes. I'm not making this shit up. Go online now. Look up New York Penis Cakes. Hope up there, Hope Jones. She's uh, an incredible baker. Some of the best pastries and cookies and stuff that I've probably ever had. It just happened to be shaped like penises. So that's on the New York Ham show as well as uh, we went to Katz's Deli, uh, which is I filmed there once before about five years ago for the Go There Eat That show. We had bad audio, so I'm so glad we got to go back and film there again and feature them the way they should be featured. It's the restaurant like where Meg Ryan had an orgasm in the movie When Harry Met Sally. It's, it's iconic, man. Everybody eats there. Everyone from Anthony Bourdain to Adam Sandler to anybody, anybody, they've all eaten there. And so should you. The pastrami there... Not the healthiest thing in the world, but best sandwich I had in my life five years ago. Best sandwich I've ever had in my life uh, last week <laughs> or two weeks ago. So, yeah, unfreaking believable place. Great atmosphere. And uh, thanks to Jake out there, the owner, for letting us film there again. Um, I filmed a little cemetery show at the Calvary Cemetery. I think we walked about four miles in that place, uh, trying to find different things to make the show interesting. I, I don't know if it is or not. I haven't put it together, but uh, looking forward to getting more of those done because cemeteries are beautiful. And I think it'd be kind of cool to uh, feature some of the historic ones. It's, a, it's a kind of a free show. Just do voiceovers for it, and you know they don't charge you to come into cemeteries unless you're in fucking New Orleans now. <sighs> anyway, um, so we... Uh, film there we did that and I, I spent I, I was so happy because I got the first two days I was there I only had one shoot each day actually the first day I didn't have anything went down to Times Square for the first time walked around ate some street food uh, got some New York pizza man it's there's nothing like it I know it looks thin and weird if you see it on TV or pictures but it's fantastic man um, so yeah I, would, I literally just walked around and got lost at night in New York City saw these things that I never saw before. Funny enough, when I was at the airport, I didn't realize in Denver why there would be armed guards at the gate. <laughs> like, this is actually a month ago. Wow, I didn't realize what day it was right now. It's almost three and a half weeks ago. Um, but there was like armed guards with like machine guns and stuff. I'm like, well, why the hell are they at my gate? Like, did I do something wrong? Or No, it was September 11th. I didn't even know it was September 11th and I was flying into New York City. So like when I left and when I landed, the, the security was a real thing. I felt quite safe. Um, yeah, I just spent that first day just getting, what is the word called? Wanderlust. I kind of hate it when people say that, but it's, uh, I totally had it. The next day we only had... Uh, the penis cakes and we had, you know, the cemetery and we had Katz's Deli, but that's all I had for like the first three days was those shoots. So I just literally spent, I walked around Central Park, which is beautiful and just so many things to find. I always wanted to see the little John Lennon Imagine thing. It was very underwhelming. <laughs> it was, it's just, it says Imagine and it's a circle and there's 400 Asians around it taking selfies. Um, that's not a lie. It's not, it's true. That's exactly what it was. Some people there playing Beatles songs and guitars and stuff. If you go to asytv.com, uh, asytv.com, and you subscribe, you can go to behind the scenes. I filmed this whole trip on my phone, just like little bonus stuff. 
And it actually came out pretty good. Uh, it kind of just goes through everything that I went through and shows you a bunch of New York City and behind-the-scenes stuff from all the shoots. So I'm going to do, we've done those before, but I, I really enjoyed doing it, even though transferring video to like my software took like, holy shit, 20 hours. It was crazy. It was a lot of footage, but 20 hours. Like, geez, it's a cell phone video. It's not freaking, you know, 8K or anything. Anyway, um, so we also, uh, we got that show done, which is available, like I said, right now, New York ham. It's got the New York penises and the, and the Katz's Deli on it. And we did some other stuff. Stop at a Ganesh shop, which was amazing. Still not as good as the Ganesh's here in a Ganesh or Kanish, whatever. Everybody says it. I, I always thought it was just Nish. Like the K was silent or the G was silent. Um, there's a place here called the East Coast Deli on Tejon. They have the best niches I've ever had in my life. They're the meat ones, all of them are the best. I've had them at Katz's Deli. I've had them at the most famous Nish, Ganesh place in the world in New York City uh, called shit, Yolanda, whatever the hell his name. Uh, anyway, watch the thing and you'll see it. I've had them everywhere, but the ones here in Colorado Springs, for some reason at the East Coast Deli, unbelievable. I actually want one right now. That would be amazing. Um, so we did all that in the first couple of days. A little more work on the... We, oh, then we found the, the feast, this big Italian festival. That's like, okay, Italian town and Chinatown in New York City are like right next to each other. Like you cross this one street and you're in Italy. You go back that way, you're in China. It's crazy. And the mixture of smells and the culture and the faces and the places and the shops. I was in heaven. I love, I live for this kind of stuff. And we just walked up and we found this big uh, festival. I can't remember their actual name of it. Uh, they call it the feast. And it was a feast. There was food everywhere. Just tried all kinds of stuff. Uh, literally, you couldn't walk more than one mile an hour tops, if you even could do that. It was just packed. We stopped and got a bunch of desserts, desserts and uh, just different meals. My goodness. And it was so cool that we actually went back uh, the next day because it was real close to where we were shooting. And uh, we filmed it, and we made a segment out of it, and it was just a blast with Eddie, and Heather was there, and it was uh, we had such a good time just filming goofy spots, and you'll see it on the next episode. Uh, where we do the feast, and then we do the uh, uh, what we did next, which was the St. Patrick's Cathedral, the old St. Patrick's Cathedral, not the big ritzy one that's you know on Fifth Street or Sixth Street or whatever it is, the uh, old original one. And this has been in a bunch of movies and like Goodfellas and Godfather and all these different things. And there's, but underneath there's the catacombs where all the bodies are buried and are or displayed, so to speak. Not displayed. That's not the right word. That'd be like just a bunch of dead people laying around. Uh, the catacombs, they're fucking catacombs. You know what I'm saying? So that was a blast. Uh, it was a super cool, I mean, Eddie had to kind of not be, you know, talking about dicks and stuff, even though he did sweat a lot in the shape of a penis on the back of his shirt, which Heather and I were shaking, laughing about, but we actually mentioned that in the show too. So it all worked out. Uh, it was a fantastic episode with the feast and everything we did there. And I can't wait to get that one done and bring it to you. So asytv.com is how you watch New York ham and hundreds of hours of all his original commercial free entertainment. Truly something for everything. You've got Netflix, you've got Hulu, you've got Amazon prime, you've got HBO go now try asytv, asytv.com. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that shit, aren't I? Someone's got to be. Oh, so um, I can't really think about uh, I, I just wanted to cover that trip because it was a lot of fun. It was one of those uh, things you'll remember forever. Um, landed in nine, on 9-11, and they had all the stuff, the lights up in the sky, and the, 
it's just a beautiful place. We hit a bunch of other like uh, food festivals and little. There's shit going on all the time. That's why I like New York City. I think that uh, I think I'd fit in, man. I don't know if I'll ever live there. I don't know if um, life will ever let me get out that way too much. But at least we've got this show. We've got Eddie out there, and uh, there's plenty of room for everybody in that city. Anyway, um, I talked a little bit about my health at the top of the show, and I'm really happy after getting back from the doctor. Uh, that was going to be my topic even before I went to the doctor, and it wasn't going to be a good topic because I'm honestly fearing for my life. But I feel like I've turned a corner, and you know, 116 as that top number is a hell of a lot better than 168. So I'm uh, extremely happy, and I guess I'll be around for a couple more podcasts. Uh, you got the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling podcast. You've got uh, my son and I wrote a book called Billy Fred Whopper Goggles. Billy Fred Whopper Goggles. It's available on Amazon right now. It's on sale, actually, on Amazon right now. So go buy that. Uh, my band, One-Eyed Buffalo, is on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, Last Room on the Right's the last album. There'll be another album pretty soon. Uh, I got a new band, cover band, here in Colorado Springs. These are just things I'm doing. Of course, Asai TV, Asai Paranormal. Colorado Springs channel's coming along nicely. Things are going good, people, and I'm happy to be alive, and I'm hoping, hoping, I'm hoping to... Uh, keep that being a live trend going for, uh, eh, you know, at least another 40 years. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm not going to do the big go home thing, the big happy ending, because it's just another sound bite. And then I'd have to talk for another 20 minutes and I don't want to, I got stuff to do, man. I gotta go pick up my kid from school and squeeze his face and tell him the good news that guess what? Your daddy's not dying. Not anytime soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care.